You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Don't be all else to me, save that thou... Will you join me for a word of prayer? Gracious Lord Jesus, even when your words are hard, we know they are for our salvation, and we know that you are the ones with the word of eternal life. Lord, there is none else to whom we can go. So we beg you, Lord, enlighten our hearts and our minds as we reflect upon your word this day in the expectation and hope of your coming again as King. And this we ask in your precious name, Jesus, for you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Well, I heard a preacher once tell a story about his uncle Oscar. Oscar was um, what they used to call a hick. Now they call cosmopolitanly challenged. He lived in the Midwest and he had no need for newfangled gadgets like planes. (laughs) If God wanted people to fly, he'd have given them wings, he said. Well, The problem was, one of his children moved out east. And as they grew, he desperately wanted to go and see his grandchildren, but it was too long of a drive for him to make. So finally, after much cajoling, his family got him onto an airplane and got him to the east coast. When he got off the plane, his son eagerly greeted him and said, Dad, Dad, how was the flight? He says, well, I got to admit, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. But i got to tell you the truth, I never did put my whole weight down on that seat. (laughs) Too many Christians approach our Christian life in just the same way. We're eager to get on the airplane of salvation, but we are not terribly eager to give to God all the weight of our lives by regarding Him as Lord. But to really... To really know Christ as Savior is to know Him as Lord. To know Him as King of kings and Lord of lords as we proclaim on this Christ the King Sunday. And Jesus' message to us today in today's parable is that it is not only futile but dangerous to regard Him in any other way. Now Jesus is what we would call in the modern day riffing on Ezekiel here a little bit. If you were a Jew in Jesus' day, you had apocalyptic hopes. It means you were waiting for a great unveiling and the coming of Messiah who would free you from the tyrannical rule of the Roman Empire. So Ezekiel, who was one of the most apocalyptic of prophets, would have been one you were very familiar with. And you would have known the story we just heard from Ezekiel 34 about the sheep. And in that story, Ezekiel 
Well, God is warning the people through Ezekiel that there are lean sheep and there are fat sheep. And why are there lean sheep? Because the fat sheep keep elbowing the lean sheep out of the way at the food trough. Now, he warns the fat sheep that they will be under judgment for this, for taking what belongs to their neighbor. Now, Jesus is going to pick up this image they would have been very familiar with and he's going to, he's going to do a little dance with it here. And he's going to turn it into not just sheep versus sheep, lean sheep versus fat sheep, but now he's going to warn you that if you go too far, you might not even be a sheep at all anymore. You might be a goat. And the goats don't have a good thing coming to them. And that more than just not taking from your neighbor what is theirs, you have an even greater responsibility in heaven's eyes. Your responsibility is to give to your neighbor what they need. To see their need and rush to meet it with all the resources you have at your disposal. Now, is Jesus saying that we are saved by our works? Faith plus works equals salvation. No. No. We are saved by grace, through faith, not by works that none may boast. As Paul says in Ephesians 2, 6 through 8. But, no, I said that wrong. Yeah, I did. No, I said it right. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> it's actually Ephesians 2, 8 through, 9, 8 through 10. But, um, what, what is being said here is more than that. Jesus, in fact, in another part of the Gospels, says not when he comes again will he find people doing good things, but rather he says, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith, trust, in Him as King and not just as Savior. Because here's the reality, folks. We will never seek the face of Christ in another until we know that we have been sought by Christ. See, most religion is this, the epic story of humanity's search for God, but Christianity is the epic story of God's search for humanity when we ran away and were lost. Not only will you not seek the face of Christ in another till you know you've been sought by Him, but you will not find the face of Christ in another until you know you have been found by Him. Then you will be able to sing in the inimitable words of John Newton, that former slave trader, become abolitionist and pastor. That I once was lost, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. When you have your eyes opened to the reality of God seeking and finding you, that is when you will have eyes to see Christ in another. And in fact, you'll actively start looking. Because He's not just your Savior, He's your Lord. And you're going to do what He tells you to do because He's not just your Lord, He's your crucified Lord. You know the extent to which God will go in Jesus Christ to save you. And so you know that His commands are worth following for they are for your good, for your salvation. And as you... Follow His commands. As you spend time with Him through His Word, through prayer, through the power of the Spirit, you'll begin to recognize Him when you see Him. 
because you'll know not just the kindness in his eyes, but as today's reading makes painfully evident, the sharpness of his tongue. You will know of his fiery hatred of the sin that oppresses his people and his yet more fiery and passionate love for the sinners he came to save. You will know him. And as you spend time before him as Lord, one thing will become painfully evident to you, and that is how much and how often you fail him. Not failed him before you became a Christian, not failed him before you came to faith, but even after you have come to trust in him as Savior, you fail him again and again. The whole of the Christian life is one constant turning to God in repentance because as we spend our lives before him, we go through our psyche and we keep uncovering stones there and we discover underneath of them little pockets of icky stuff that we hadn't quite turned over to God yet. And so we turn to him again and again and again, turning away from the false promises of the philosophies of this world, the false promises of the politics of this world, the false promises of clan and even our personal desires, which tell us if we just scratch that itch one more time, then we'll be satisfied. Turning away from those false promises to Him who is the way, the truth, and the life. And as we constantly turn to Him again and again and again, more and more conscientiously turning our lives over to Him and seeking not just obedience to His word, but finding Him reflected in the face of those we serve. then we will be willing to follow him more and more. Even when, according to the philosophies of this world, according to the politics of our party, according to the conventional wisdom of our family, and even according to our own personal desires, it seems crazy to follow what he's told us to do. We will do it. Because we know that his is the way of eternal life. He has that word for us. Pastor, a Lutheran pastor, Ricard Wormbrand, was a pastor in Romania when the Russians swept into Romania at the end of World War II. This was part of the spoils of war. Because he would not bow the knee to the new state religion of communism, but spoke out and said that the people's first loyalty was to Christ. He was thrown in prison, and for 14 years he suffered there. When he was finally released and extradited to the West, he released his memoirs in a book called Tortured for Christ, two years before I was born, in 1967. In honor of the 50th anniversary of the publication of that book, the organization which he founded, Voice of the Martyrs, which still keeps watch over Christians around the world and lifts up their concerns of the oppressed for us in prayer and for advocacy. And we've been benefiting from their ministry because this is the month of prayer for the persecuted church. They funded a production of a movie of his life. And I want you... 
I wanted you to turn to the screen here in just a minute, but I want you to hear what he said as a result of his experience in prison. He said, there are those who sincerely believe in God. And there are those who just as sincerely believe they believe in God. But it is by their actions and decisive moments that you can come to know one from the other. Elizabeth, would you go forward two screens for us? In spite of the beatings, I prayed every day. 
I pray God will give me strength to endure. And of course, I pray for my family. so often and so brutally, I would never walk normally again. I'm sorry if a crocodile is a man, but I cannot approach the crocodile. I had learned the same kind of set of my torturers. Communism had stripped them of any form of humanity. Only God's love could restore them. You want to know courage and strength that will not buckle or fail under the worst kinds of physical and psychological torture? Know Christ better as Lord and not just as Savior. Do you want to know power that cannot be destroyed even by the machinations of people who are willing to destroy hundreds and millions of lives for the sake of an ever-out-of-reach utopia? Know Christ as King as well as Savior. If you want to know love that is strong enough to overcome the world and embrace even your enemies and those who persecute you, for once, you were the persecutor. Know Christ as King, as well as Savior. 
Will you join me for a word of prayer? Mighty King Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords, the world looks upon you and sees you beaten and broken, ashamed upon a shameful death. But we look at your resurrection and know you to have overcome the world. Overcome the world in our hearts, Lord. Help us to turn ever away from the pro false promises of this world and to the true promises that you give. Clinging to you as King. Knowing you as our Lord. Blessing you as our Savior. That we might lift high your cross. Seeing your face and the face of those around us as we serve them in love. And calling all people unto you. This we ask in your precious name. Amen. My vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me save that thou art. Be thou my best thought in the day and the night. Waking or sleeping, thy presence, my life.